it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. So, hi Tracy. Tracy Tate from Newcastle. And I'm attempt not to put a Newcastle accent on, but now you're going to say hello and people realise that you haven't got a Newcastle accent. No, I don't. I'm originally from Edinburgh. And you know the bizarre thing, Trisha, I've been in Newcastle for longer than I actually lived in Edinburgh. So yeah, not got the Geordie accent just yet, pet. But I absolutely love the one you've got. So both of them are gorgeous. So and and you're gorgeous. So this is all good. So Tracy, in the very simple description that she's got on her lovely LinkedIn profile, describes herself as helping business owners create content that starts conversations and leads to conversions. That's clever. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How long did it take you to come up with those two C's? Conversations and conversions. Um, ages. <laughs> <laughs> the honest answer. We we can try and be as creative um, as we want, but sometimes it's just a chat with another human being that puts that little spark um, to make to make sense of yeah. it all. So yeah, those two C's came from a lovely conversation with another human being. <laughs> That, that's that's great isn't it conversations with another yeah. human being exactly. so I, I i'm gonna also um zone in on the fact you've got a little cup of tea um uh what do you call them emoticons or what do you call oh, them gee, yeah just a little emoji yeah a little cup of tea in after your name and i noticed when i looked at your youtube channel uh which is worth looking at by the way everyone um it's what is it tracy tate uh youtube Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that you've got um, a couple of videos. That, that's a kind of thing of yours, isn't it? That you get oh, a cup of tea. you get yeah. a cup of tea. Yeah. Massively, a cup of tea. I'm a massive, massive fan of a cup of tea. You can have an absolute brilliant blather, natter <laughs> chat. I mean, you just sit yourself down and have a cup of tea. And yeah, it's my my favourite part of the day. Cup of tea time. <laughs> you see that in itself is a thing that we can um just drill down on a bit but not not drill down on the tea literally but <laughs> drill, drill down on the concept of this very personal you thing so what what we're trying to um give some tips on here is getting this sense of you-ness out there across this massive load of platforms and maybe starting with something as simple as realizing what 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 is what, what are you <laughs> and you one of your things is that you like a cup of tea so oh, I love a cup of tea love. and and the thing the more that I'm honest and mention about it you know my love of a cup of tea the more that people have actually started to say that back to me have you got a cup of tea trace oh I've put the kettle on and then I've had numerous conversations with people you know as if we're actually having a cup of tea but on this online world, we're not even in the same country sometimes as each other. And then it's like, do you want a biscuit? Oh, I like a biscuit. You got a cake? Oh, what kind of cake do you like? 
And that whole thing that we can actually have wonderful conversations with, with human beings online. And that's, you know, that's my big thing about how I would love people to approach, you know, talking about their businesses and talking to their audience as if they're having a chat over a week cup of tea. Love it. Uh, how do you, you know, maybe people, maybe that's a good tip for people to keep it simple because maybe when, when you're starting off and you're thinking, oh, I've got to be me, I've got, oh, everyone says I've got, and then you, you get, you overthink it and maybe just wake, you just wake up of the morning and start clocking the things that are definitely very you and they can be as simple as, oh, I love a good cup of tea or um, you know, I I run around the block every morning. Oh God! Very you, you know. Or I've got this funny um, cushion on my sofa that's got this quote on that I've always liked. It, it, do, do you know, Do you agree? Yeah. It can be really simple. Absolutely. I think it's something about letting people in as well. And it's when you when you share those really normal everyday things that you do, that you're more than a social media profile, that you're more than just that, like a, a website page. And, and it just starts that conversation. You know, I love Tonic's Tea Cakes as well. I love Take That. And I will talk about all those, you know, those things. So when people are worried about, you know, how can I then tell people that, you know, I am me without, you know, comparing themselves to other people and talking about what they're talking about that wouldn't, wouldn't be natural for you you wouldn't say it in real life so why would you then pretend to be that on online so you know I'll even have days on social media where I've you know I've just put some washing on the line and when people like yeah me too oh, <laughs> and, and that's just that's me that's part of who I am I work from home I'm a mum you know I'm a wife I've, I've still got dishes to put in the dishwasher <laughs> So yeah, so those perfectly yeah. normal things. And then I think when you start to share those little things about, you know, I've just deadheaded the uh, delphiniums today, then when it actually comes to talking about your business, you can then find your way of talking about it. Because Absolutely. it's yeah. just a normal conversation. And, and I think that's like a great sort of tip for people to just to ease themselves into conversations online. So they've got to start um, clocking when they're doing this. Actually, you, we, we chatted before this and you called it comparisonitis. Comparisonitis, yeah. It's, it's a scourge of business owners, whether you're a wannabe business owner, a newbie, even people that have been in business for a long time. Um, yeah, it's like, look at what they're doing, look how they're doing, look how they're saying, you know, look how their profile pictures look and comparisonitis is you know it's a big stick really that you're actually just hitting yourself with your absolutely. clients want to work with you they they don't yeah. want to work with a looky likey no absolutely i i remember in the early days like yesterday um no i remember <laughs> <laughs> i remember copying and pasting line headlines from people's websites and then trying to just replace words with things applicable to my business because I thought oh no this is obviously the way to do it how crazy is that yeah. but it's not crazy because we're human and we and we do this and I think it, you know having that sort of slightly brave 
moment where you step over into the what ought to be the least scary place which is oh being me that should be a lot less scary than trying to be someone else and yet and yet it isn't it somehow feels like a scary place and it's the fear isn't it when you've taken the plunge to become a business owner and it's that all of my clients come from from corporate land so they've come from a place where um they yes they, they might have been high achievers but they've still been told what to do they've still been given a rule book and then you become your own business owner and no one's there to tell you what to do how to do it how to be how to act how to sound um and and it's a big thing to give yourself permission to create that business around you to then you know sort of sound like you as well and it's fear all of that is anchored in fear what are people going to think about me what if I make a massive mistake what if I get it wrong oh my god what if I have to then go back to working for someone else I've failed I'm an absolute misery um and all those doubts worries anxieties and it's perfectly normal to feel those things um but for some reason we will when people say so how's things oh i'm so busy i've got so many clients oh it's amazing <laughs> wonderful um when inside we're, we're actually going you know um blogging I've, I've yeah i've heard i should be doing it i don't have a blooming clue where to start um i'm not getting clients coming in so there's all this this stuff going on wouldn't, in our head. It be a, magi a magical world if we could all just, um, it's a bit like the, I always talk about the Emperor's New Clothes yeah. story, which is Hans Christian Andersen, for those of our listeners who are uh, a little less old, um, and it just is this thing of if everybody's saying, oh, isn't that lovely? Oh, yes, that's so clever. Oh, well done, everybody. And then a little kid chops up and says, oh, I don't think that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody thinks, no, we were thinking that too, but we weren't going to say it. Um, and yeah, so you, you have to call yourself out, basically, on that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and recognise, you yeah. know, that you're, that, you're, that you're doing that. So you talk about making mistakes. You've actually got a really good, because, um, you know, uh, speaking to people who've, who are a few years into building their businesses is, as long as they're prepared to have these real conversations is a really refreshing thing to do. And especially when they talk about their mistakes and you actually, I'm going to just share this quote. Mm -hmm. I've written it down, Tracy. Uh, no, I haven't actually, I've memorized it. Um, it's you quote him, Jim Rohn, who says it's important to learn from your mistakes, but it's better to learn from other people's mistakes oh. and it's best to learn from other people's successes it accelerates your own success and so just having conversations um but real conversations now if you start going to work with say a mentor and within after the first session you think but this person is so not aligned with where i'm at you do have to call yourself out and think i don't just have to keep working with this person because i think for some reason they're the magical answer to everything and somebody told me they're really really good they might be really really good but not not you yeah that's you talk about you talk about reaching out and and getting help yeah and and again it's this idea that i have become a business owner you know, we've stuck this label on ourselves um and it's that fear of i can't ask for help i should be able 
to work it out by myself. Now, I th that was a massive thing for me, um, coming from you know corporate land and being the go-to person. Oh, Tracy will have an idea on how we can fix this or how we can do it, how we can make it look. And to then sit at my desk at home and not have a Scooby-Doo on where to kind of go next. And so what I would encourage people to do is, you know, you learn faster by asking for help, by asking for support. And the more I've learned and realized is that we've all come from that place of not knowing something. And, you know, they've put the time in and the effort to learn. And anybody that provides a service or helps someone is there to teach and support you. So that's, you know, that's their kind of super, super power. And I always like laugh and think, you know, running a business is a bit like playing a piano. When I was younger, I used to think that the piano was the kind of instrument you would just sit down and know how to play because the keys were there and you just put two hands and waggled your fingers around and you'd make beautiful music. Uh, no, I've tried it. <laughs> it sounds blooming horrendous, cats training and all sorts. So it's, it's very much about, you know, please ask for help. And it's not something that any of us should be ashamed of or frightened of. Yes, you will get people that you think we are not a connection, we are not right. Find someone who is. What about when it comes, this is a really interesting one. I mean, I think I'm a little bit of a control freak, Tracy, um, and I don't think I'm alone in that. Um, so once you start, <laughs> once, I'm not accusing you. Yeah, me too, absolutely. absolutely. Once, you know, so once you start giving other people the, the task of, right, here's a weird thing. So what if you realize you've got to do, you want to create lots of content. So you've got your blog, you want to keep your posts and articles on LinkedIn. Um, you know, we want to keep presence on Twitter, maybe whatever's right for your business. Uh, maybe you've started an Instagram thing and you want to keep that going. Well, well, obviously you've got to have a little bit of a strategy, says she. Um, <laughs> Not two words like that today. <laughs> as a strategy um but yes the thing is right so there you are thinking geez now i've actually got some clients as well um yeah. i haven't got enough hours in the day so i'm gonna hand some of this content creation over to someone else now everyone's told me i've got to be me i've got to show my personality and now i am literally going to ask someone else to be me how the heck does that work for a control freak yeah well it's basically taking that deep breath and entrusting yourself to let go. And for me, you know, I'll give you one example when I first sort of started out in the early days. And so it was, you know, this idea that, you know, from your website, you're going to have a lead magnet and then an email series. And again, it was that whole thing of like, but me, I should be able to do it all. I've come from corporate land. I should be able to do all this. Um, and then I realized I, I can, I don't have enough hours in the day. My son was still young. I was running around like a lunatic and I got, you know, a virtual assistant to set up all my emails on, on MailChimp to, to go out for me. That was really, 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 really hard to do. Mm -hmm. And what actually hit me like a ton of bricks was that it wasn't as expensive as I thought it was going to be. Um, to work with her it was absolutely fabulous. It was a lot of fun. She was very supportive. She knew more than I did uh, about the task that I had given her. 
Um, I had written the email, so they were, you know, from me. So that was still that was still important to me. Um, and she actually gave me time to to work on what I needed to work on in the business, but also gave me time to finish and then, you know, pick my son up from school and take him to the park at the time. Um, and so it's, it's, it's part of you evolving as well, I think. So you being you is you and you sounding as you is, is key to your marketing and, and growing your business. But you're not a static human being. We evolve every single day. Yeah. You know, and um, so when I, when I, you know, talk to, you know, clients or anybody about your, your, your business, a lot of it does actually start from inside of you. It's, a, it's an inside job literally being a business owner um so you have you you learn to become that person that understands that you've got your superpowers elsewhere and you become a person who trusts someone to help and support you and nurture you on this journey as as a business owner Um, and their superpower is to, to help you to do that that's that's you know what they're put on this planet for that's what lights them up um you know it's a bit like i've got an accountant because looking at spreadsheets and numbers for hours on end does that not light you up <laughs> does that not light you up tracy i can't believe it numbers, i just no everything. no don't don't like light me up so so kind of going back to i've got to be you know me and and everything that i do it's accepting that this is a newer version of you. Is there's a, an unfurling version of you that, that you have to trust yourself that it's okay to let go. It's it's okay be, because you need to be there for your audience to help them, and you're actually doing yourself a disservice yeah. by bombarding yourself with with the tasks that don't allow you to. To give to the world your gift that is a an absolute top tip yeah you're absolutely right and i i so fall into that trap myself yeah, like, uh, yeah 100 percent um mm-hmm. i'm a creative person as well which kind of doesn't help <laughs> because it means i mean see, it does help uh, ultimately it does help it's lovely yeah. for me because it's what i am and that's all fine but the danger is that you're then coming up with brilliant new ideas <laughs> on a daily basis and getting them out there and oh I know I've just had a brilliant idea for a blog and, oh I've just had a brilliant idea for a video and yeah you you burn out you literally don't have enough hours in the day and then what happens is nothing happens for like three weeks because you you're literally in a comatose state um and that's when you lose the the conversation you lose the consistency so you as you say you do yourself a disservice so you do need to reach out for help and what about people and i'm blabbering on about how fabulously creative i am um but i mean that just is my background but what about people who think when you say oh you just need to be you and then they come back with but i'm really boring um because they've got this this perception of themselves maybe they are in a quieter business i don't want to stereotype accountants oh jesus i just have right okay so what if they're in what if they're in maybe a sort of bookkeeping type business which is um a quieter business and they think of themselves as being a fairly sort of you know um 
yeah, just a, just a quiet, they, they will label themselves as boring. I'm not saying they're boring. That's their own label. But oh. then they say, so that's not going to work, is it, Tracy? Because um, people don't want to know boring old me. Hmm. But they want to know the you that can help them. So, you, 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 you know, again, you've done yourself an injustice. You've smacked this massive label on yourself to say, but I am so boring. But there are people out there that need your words of wisdom, your help, your advice, your top tips. Now, I know an accountant who does Facebook Lives. Um, quiet soul, but he is more than happy to put on Facebook Lives around topics that he knows will help someone. So if you're, you're, you're feeling a bit introverted and a bit, a bit shy, turn it around. This isn't about you. It's the person on the other side of the, the post, the blog, the website page, whatever it might be, that you can help. That you can help them go from this problem that they've got right now to feeling much better about it and knowing what to do next. So if you do feel like that, just have a post-it note on your screen or a little reminder that comes up on your phone that says, who can I help today? You're not putting the spotlight on you then. And all you're doing is going, yeah, right, who can I help? What does my audience really struggle with? What questions can I answer for them? And uh, yeah. yeah, so that spotlight, that you know, magnifying glass um, isn't on yourself anymore. Around on, on the people you're trying to help. I, I think that's an absolutely yeah. brilliant, brilliant way of looking at it. I really love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in fact, I love it so much that I can't talk to you anymore because I'm now overwhelmed with um, fabulous input from you, Tracy. Um, so <laughs> what I want to know is, um, yeah, tell the listeners where they might find out more about you or anything particular you want to, that is of value that you want to share with them. Yeah, I would just, you know, a bit of advice. You are not on this business journey alone. There are so many of us out there that are more than happy to talk about the mistakes we've made, the journey that we've gone on, what we've loved, what we've hated. So please reach out, talk to me. You can find me loitering with intent on LinkedIn. Um, if you're feeling a little bit stuck and overwhelmed, I've created a, an ebook for you. It's six steps to get you from, you know, this unstuck, horrible mist, uh, being unstuck to creating a clear roadmap of where you want to go it tells you how to create your marketing message how to up level your business if you're concerned about pricing and getting stuck in the time for money trap so i think trish will have a link to that for you um, definitely yeah definitely that that is absolutely brilliant and i know that anything like that you produce is going to be real and not just a load of fancy claptrap buzzwords <laughs> well, i talk about tea in it as well you know i talk about tea and oh, I love it. Cakes. <laughs> nana naps. <laughs> just love a nana nap. Come on. Let's be honest. Keep it real. We have nana naps. Nana naps. Nana naps. And then it's just a bit of a Scottish saying, but you have a little afternoon snooze. Oh. Your, your nana I, would I envy you, Tracy. I envy you. I've never been able to do that. That's a massive yeah. No, no. Maybe you can start that up as a business now. How to do <laughs> nana naps. <laughs> 
Right, okay, I'm going to I'm going to wrap this up, Tracy. It's been absolutely brilliant, as I knew it would be. Uh, and so, and actually, this is very rich. So the show notes uh, will will capture a lot of those those tips we've done. So, thank you. Thank you for having me, Tricia. Yes. Take action. Try this one small step. I love Tracy's really simple idea of putting a post-it on your laptop or computer screen with a little reminder that says, who can I help today? Maybe have it as a reminder coming up on your phone. However you want to do it, do it your way. But who can I help today? lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast to download those and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be replaced.